Hello, hello, and welcome to the first official episode of Built with Beck, your health and fitness podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Lanier, and I am so freaking excited to finally get this podcast underway. In case you haven't already listened to episode zero, which was a welcome to the podcast, I'm an online nutrition and fitness coach with a passion for helping people reach their fullest potential. Through one-on-one coaching, I'm able to walk alongside some pretty amazing clients as they reach their health and fitness goals once and for all through personalized training and nutrition. But to kick off this podcast, I thought what better way than to give you, the listener, a little insight into my own health and fitness journey. Uh, Because trust me, it was anything but linear. And I think that certain parts of my journey, whether it's the start, the middle, or where we are now, I'm hoping that parts of my journey will resonate with you and hopefully help guide you in your own health and fitness endeavors. So let's start at the beginning. I wish I could say that my passion for health and fitness stemmed from fascination with nutrition science or an unabating respect for my body and desire to take the best possible care of myself, but that was not the case at all. I, like many nutrition and fitness professionals, many fitness fanatics, fitspos, whatever you want to call it, stumbled my way into the health and fitness sphere because honestly I had a super messed up idea and a super messed up understanding of what healthy was. It seems now, looking back, like I had taken about 10 wrong turns for every right turn when it came to figuring out how to best fuel and take care of my body. Unfortunately, most if not all of those efforts also stemmed from a place of insecurity and just like an unhappiness with the way that my body looked. I basically just wanted to continually change the shape and look of my physical body. Now let me just put this out there first and foremost. I don't have a crazy jaw-dropping head-turning transformation. Okay, I didn't have a 100-pound weight loss transformation story. I also luckily never battled and recovered from an active eating disorder like anorexia or bulimia. But I did still have my own struggles with nutrition and fitness, especially in those late middle school and early high school years, which all stemmed from poor body image and a really just misinformed understanding of what healthy was. So let's clarify on that note. You don't need to have a formal diagnosed eating disorder to have a disordered relationship with food, with exercise, or with your body. And I think that a number of you listening would likely identify with my story in that way, where although I never walked through an active eating disorder, I did have a very disordered relationship with food. Whether I was cutting out entire food groups for absolutely no reason, trying to burn off, air quotes, my meals with exercise, taking stupid supplements that I thought I needed to like make all of my body goals come true, You name it and I probably tried it. And I'll go into a little bit more detail on some things that I had tried to give you some insight, Uh, but I don't wanna spend too much of this episode detailing all of the things that didn't work. This episode is hopefully going to give you a bit of insight into how I found my way out of the traps of quick fix diet culture and into a firm science-backed and BS-free understanding of how to optimize my health and physique through nutrition training. So let's cut to the chase. I tried a lot of things to achieve my dream body and 
to be fair, to give myself some credit, I really did think I tried everything. Like I worked out a lot, I ate what I thought was a healthy diet, and I basically loathed my body every step of the way, right? So I'm ticking all the boxes there. Uh, But most of all, I felt like I really had absolutely zero control over the way that my body looked. And that was the most frustrating part to me. I knew that like as a young teen, late teen, 20 something year old girl, I didn't want to feel that way for the rest of my life. And I knew I shouldn't have to. Like, I shouldn't at such a young age feel like I have no control over my physical body, right? So to give you some perspective, going to list a couple of the things that I tried. So I tried, air quotes again, clean eating, which to me just meant don't eat bad food. If you were to ask me what's bad food, I wouldn't have had a good answer for you. I just knew avocados are a healthy fat. So I put avocado on basically everything. I ate salmon all the time. I ate lots of sweet potatoes, like random foods where I was like, that's a clean food. I would just eat that a lot. I also tried using my fitness pal and trying to follow its 1200 calorie protocols. I went through multiple phases where I would completely eliminate any white carbs or simple starches from my diet. No sugar, no white flour, et cetera, et cetera. So like white potatoes, oh, absolutely not. Could not eat white potatoes, but I could eat sweet potatoes, right? Like absolutely no logic there at all. I also remember when raspberry ketones were all the rage. I remember I would, there was a Smoothie King on my way to high school and I would very frequently go to Smoothie King and pay like an extra $2 per smoothie to get raspberry ketones added into my smoothie because it was like touted as like the one way to blast body fat right? I did Whole30. Uh, But to be fair, I did Whole30 at first because I was trying to identify some potential food intolerances and addressing some like gut concerns, but ended up repeating Whole30 multiple times uh, for the sake of trying to lose some weight. I did intermittent fasting in college. In terms of workouts and training, I bought online fitness programs. I did as many Pinterest fat blasting workouts as you can count. I did high intensity boot camp classes. I tried to become a runner, all the things, okay? Uh, But what I wanna point out here is never once did I question, will I be able to sustain this practice? Never once did I question, do I actually want to or do I actually enjoy doing whatever the practice was? I just questioned, is this going to be the magic ticket that takes me to my dream body? And what's most concerning here is I didn't even register how problematic that mindset was. Like I didn't care if it was something I would sustain. I didn't care if it was something that was making me miserable. I wanted to change my body that badly. So spoiler alert, maybe you don't already know this, but none of those things worked for me. Um, But in fact, each of those misinformed attempts at being healthy just left me more and more frustrated, more and more like fed up with the effort I was putting in and the lack of results I was witnessing. So let's fast forward a bit to college. We all know college can take quite the toll on your physical health and your physique. There's lots of late nights, lots of going out, dorm food, you name it. So while I didn't put on like freshman 15 or the sophomore 20, um, I just continued to feel stuck in my physique. I was super consistent at the gym. I would eat salad when I went to the calf, 
But I knew that I was still like missing some piece of the puzzle because I just was not seeing the changes that I so desperately wanted to see. So if we go skip a little bit ahead to my senior year of college, I had, you know, been at school for a few years, wasn't seeing any changes in my physique despite my best efforts. And I was actually living alone for my senior year of college. I had started a dual degree program. So I was finishing my last semester of senior year a bit early while I was also starting graduate school. So between all of the hours I now had by myself in my apartment, as well as the long drives to and from home, I got super into podcasts. I don't know if it was just because I was in grad school, so I liked learning about a number of different things. I think it was because I had all of this alone time for the first time, and it was nice to feel like someone else was talking to me all day, but got super into podcasts, okay? So yes, I loved a good true crime murder mystery podcast as much as the next person. But I also found myself gravitating towards health and fitness podcasts uh, more and more that year. So I listened to podcasts ranging from the basics of like nutrition and strength training principles all the way up to personal development and self-improvement. And it seemed like one podcast would lead me to another, which would inspire me to read a certain book they recommended. And soon enough, I was following my favorite podcast hosts on Instagram and like following their guests on Instagram. And eventually, I was basically spending all of my free time consuming content surrounding health and fitness and self-improvement. And honestly, I kind of became like this personal development junkie where like it was my favorite kind of books to read. I loved learning different uh, self-improvement practices and putting them in place for myself. And it was just a fun like phase of life, a fun newfound passion. And it really got me into, again, podcasts and following these informative Instagram accounts. So around that point in this senior year, I also really started taking my workouts more seriously. So to be fair, I had started lifting weights and like going to a gym in high school. So I was familiar with the weight room at my apartment gym, but I'd never actually taken the time to learn proper lifting technique. And more importantly, I had never kept track of any of my workouts. I would go to the weight room, go to the gym. I would base my workouts around one, what equipment I saw first, <laughs> two, what equipment I wasn't embarrassed to walk up and use, like equipment I already knew how to use, and three, equipment that was open. So I would go to the gym and like I basically, it was my goal to move my body, but without basically ever being seen. Like I didn't want to disturb anyone. I didn't want to take up any space, didn't want to make a fool of myself. I would just like go into the weight room, go to the same, you know, machines over and over. If it was busy, I would do something to occupy myself and then I would leave. Okay, so I had never like really figured out how to nail down training. But now that I'm alone, now that I'm having all this time in my apartment gym, I just started keeping a note in my phone, like on the notes app, keeping track of my lifts, keeping track of my workouts, and just trying to like do better each week. But living alone also meant less popcorn and movie nights with roommates, which meant I was dialing in my nutrition a bit more. I was maintaining a more consistent sleep schedule. And by the middle of that spring semester, I was down a couple pounds, which was exciting, I won't lie, but not close to where I wanted to be yet physically. But more importantly, I still could not put these fitness books and podcasts down. I was still hooked. And I think the most important and most pivotal part of this point in time for me was 
I had started to make a bit of progress and I was learning so much about the intricacies of health and fitness that I knew and I had full confidence for the first time in the fact that I could get there. Like I could make progress. I knew I was not down and out just because I hadn't reached those goals yet. So let's boil it down. I knew my point A. Like I knew where I was and I knew my point B. I knew where I wanted to go. I knew what my current physique was, what my current lifestyle was like, and I knew what I wanted for my physique and I knew what I wanted my lifestyle to look like. I just didn't know how to get there. I didn't know how to get from A to B without spiraling down all of these different gimmicks and like tricks, okay? I did know, however, I knew that I had the skills to get myself there. I knew that I was a very committed, I'm very driven, and I'm very disciplined. I just didn't have the plan or the direction to get there. I just didn't know what to do, and I was tired of the guesswork. So this is a key point here. This was a very pivotal moment for me. At this point, I really had started caring about my health and my fitness for the right reasons. Like, yes, of course, I still wanted to change my physique. I don't think there's anything wrong with having physique goals or aesthetic-based goals. But I also knew that my quality of life, my confidence, and my mental health would all improve by gaining a sense of control over my body. And I knew that I wanted that for myself. But what's key here, and if you take anything from this episode for your own life, I hope it's this. What's key here is that I accepted the fact that I did not know everything. I accepted that despite my best efforts, despite trying my hardest, I was missing a piece of the puzzle. And honestly, I just needed some help. And at that point, I was more than willing, more than comfortable to ask for help. I knew that I would benefit from having someone look at my circumstances and my lifestyle and help me reach my goals. I knew that change was possible at this point and I accepted that change was possible for me and I decided to hire some help. So this is when I hired my first health and fitness coach. I hired my first coach, Lisa, for 12 months. Yeah, a full year. So none of those like eight weeks till, you know, like fat blasting eight weeks or achieve your dream body in 12 weeks. No. I knew I was in this for the long haul, but more than that, I knew I wanted to figure this stuff out once and for all. So let's talk about hiring a coach. Was it an investment? Uh, Yeah, absolutely, it was a financial investment. Was it super easy and so convenient every single day? Did I feel like this was the perfect time in my life to hire a health and fitness coach? Uh, No, and I'll go ahead and tell you right now, I was not motivated every single day, but I was committed and nobody could tell me otherwise. And let me tell you right now, if you have a goal that you truly care about for yourself and you honestly believe that it is possible for you, you've already done half the battle. This is another super key point, something to take home, something to consider for yourself. Far too often, people will say that they're unhappy with their current situation, right? There's no shortage of people who aren't absolutely thrilled in their physique, but The problem here is they have no sense of what outcome they want for themselves, right? And we all know those people where they just seem to complain about their current situation, but they're too busy focusing on how unhappy they are to think of where they want to be, okay? But even more often than that scenario, people are unhappy in their current situation, 
and they know what they want for themselves. They know that end goal, but they've already written it off as impossible or at least impossible for them. But let me tell you right now, all you need to be successful, I am a firm believer that all you need to reach your goal is a strategy and accountability. Those two things are absolutely critical for sustainable success. If you have a strategic plan based on you and you have someone making sure you execute that plan, your chance of success absolutely skyrockets. So I was pumped because I felt like, oh my gosh, look at all of these years. Like I'm literally in graduate school. I'm thinking back to eighth grade, seventh grade when I'm trying to diet for the first time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, after all these years of spinning my wheels, trying to figure out what's going to work for me, that's now none of my business. Like that's not my problem anymore. I am outsourcing that to a much more qualified coach. Like now it's my coach's job to come up with what I need to do. It's just on me to execute. And I knew I could execute. I knew I wanted this badly enough. And I knew and had the hope that if I stuck to the protocols, if I hit my targets, my success was guaranteed for me. So with consistency and with time and with some patience, the results were coming and I was absolutely hooked. Like every month I would update my progress photos, update my measurements, and I was just absolutely thrilled. I felt like I was working so hard, but I was working hard with direction and with the assurance that there would be the results that I wanted to see afterwards, right? But I was actually kind of surprised because yes, seeing progress was amazing. It was really encouraging. It was really motivating, but it wasn't the progress that I was as obsessed with as it was the sense of control that I felt. Like I was more obsessed with finally feeling like I had some sense of control over the way that my body looked and the way that I felt in my own skin, having a sense of control over improving my workouts and getting stronger and feeling more comfortable in clothes. Like I finally felt like, hey, I'm seeing progress and I know why I'm seeing progress. Like I know what I'm doing and I know why it's working. So when I had signed up with Lisa, I told her basically I was going to be a really annoying client because I was going to want to know the why behind absolutely everything that we did. I asked lots of questions. I asked for recommendations on books and podcasts to learn more. And during the course of my year with Lisa, I eventually started asking her recommendations for nutrition certifications, training certifications, and all of the things. Once I had my first nutrition certification through Precision Nutrition, and I got my certified personal training certification through ISSA, I had actually started working with a few clients myself. So at the same time, I was finishing up graduate school at Baylor University in Waco, Texas, Sikkim Bears, with plans to get my doctorate in interpersonal communication. So at the time, my game plan, my end goal was to become a professor and teach at the collegiate level. I wanted to nerd out about interpersonal communication, teach and mentor students for the rest of my life. But suddenly this passion project turned side hustle had started to grow and I honestly I couldn't deny how much I loved coaching but also how badly I wanted that to become my career. It was funny I was starting to notice all of the things I wanted for myself from academia, all of the things I that appealed to me from being a professor, the teaching, the mentoring, the connecting with individuals on a closer level. 
I was getting all of those things from coaching, but it was not teaching them in a classroom. It was helping them reach their fullest potential, helping them break through barriers that they had previously not been able to break through and helping them change their lives in terms of their health and fitness. And that was the most rewarding and the most empowering part of beginning my coaching career. So the transition from the PhD route in interpersonal communication to then coaching full-time in nutrition and fitness is a story for another day. But obviously I did make that transition. I did finish my master's degree at Baylor, uh, but I ultimately decided that PhD was not in the cards for me at that time, and I decided to pursue coaching full-time. So I know that I skipped around a little bit here in this episode. I gave you about 10 years of a health and fitness journey in one episode, but in a nutshell, that's my health and fitness story to date. So if any of my story resonates with you, maybe as a young adult, our experiences were similar, maybe you are in the trenches of trying to figure out how to reach your goals right now, just know that you are absolutely capable of reaching your goals. You deserve to work hard and achieve those goals for yourself, and it is not your fault if you haven't figured out how to get there yet. Sometimes it helps to have someone like a coach walk alongside you and cut out the guesswork and get you to your goals quicker. Coaches compress time, right? We take the guesswork out. But other times, I totally understand, a lot of us like to just see how far we can get ourselves. We like to go through the trial and error. We like to figure things out on ourselves, like on our own. And so I get that. Wherever you find yourself, though, I hope that I can be of help to you, whether we eventually work together one-on-one or whether you just get as much free information as you can from my Instagram and now from this podcast. Like you've heard in my story, podcasts and Instagram accounts were actually super valuable uh, resources for me in my fitness journey. So now that I've gotten this figured out for myself, now that I know what tools I need to help myself and help others reach their health and fitness goals, my priority is using that knowledge and using these platforms to help others in their journey as well. So if we aren't already connected, check out my Instagram at builtwithbeck or go ahead and shoot me an email at builtwithbeck at gmail.com. I would love to connect with you. I would love to hear any topics, ideas, or questions you'd like to see addressed in the podcast. And honestly, I'd just love to get to know you. I'm so freaking excited for this new platform and to get to connect a bit more with some of you and hopefully get to be some help um, with you along in your own health and fitness journeys, as well as your own journeys in personal development. But this is all we've got time for today. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening to a bit of my story. And I hope that you join us next time. Mm